You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I'm so excited. I'm still brand new at this. I don't care if you are hearing this as episode 18 or 1 million and 5. This is the second time I have ever recorded. <laughs> and I'm so excited because today I have on oh, somebody who's very special to me. She is my curly girl hair inspiration. She's the person, oh my goodness, who encouraged me to embrace this, the stuff growing out of my head. Um, her name, introducing the one, the only, Jessie Hooker Bailey. Hello. Hi, Jessie. I didn't mention <laughs> that, like, I know Jessie from Beautiful, the Carol King musical on Broadway. Um, yes. And then she left us for Waitress, the musical on Broadway, <laughs> which we were not mad, honey. That- <laughs> I, was, I wasn't mad either, but I'm happy to have your support. Like, do you know? We were like, oh, my goodness. Wait, Jesse's leaving us. But where is she going? Oh, yes, baby. Like, I feel like I love our connection because we had a little tag team moment because I made yeah. my debut. Oh, God, it's it's in 2017, September of 2017. So we're coming up on an anniversary. Oh my and I was swinging and they told me I knew my dates ahead of time for my debut because they were like, Salisha's going to be coming in, but you'll have two weeks to do the Lucille track before she comes in. So it was like, so That's I awesome. remember you coming in and, and following me to like get the track oh. down from tour and making yeah. sure it was all the same. And Oh, you were so helpful too. I'm like, you, you were so specific in your notes to me. I'm like, thank you. Thank <laughs> Just because I'm crazy. But yeah. No, no. And also on my debut, I feel like you were like, not in the wings, but places where you're like, go this way. <laughs> like, <it was> like, <laughs> hi salisha i miss you i miss you too how are you i'm good it's a crazy crazy time you know but just doing everything i can to stay sane what about you Uh, yeah uh me too right now i'm like i got this new microphone and i realize i'm like i love talking into it but i don't have that many voiceover auditions i was like what can i do with this thing (laughs) 
I'm a start a podcast. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. I think you're you're meant to be hosting like TV shows, podcasts. I could definitely, I could definitely oh, see this happening. Girl, thank you for the encouragement. Like, yeah. Okay, so okay for those of you who are listening, I know that this is an audio podcast. It's not a video yet. Um, <laughs> but Jesse, you're gonna have to look her up because she's got this perfect head of curls. Oh. Like, you, like I'm serious. Like there are just these perfect. Like w- you're black, right? Like yeah, yes. Like yes. like black. I'm, I could give beautiful. you my whole history because it's so funny when people compliment my hair because you know we all know as you'll be getting into like we have our own journeys with it. Yes. You know, but I am black. I'm biracial. My mom's white. My dad's black. But it. I have really thick hair and you see pictures now and it lays down, but it's been a journey of like, well, are we just going to dive in? Like, did I just tell you yes, my like please. hair journey? Yes, okay. Girl, okay. Go. Um, so as I said, I'm biracial. My mom's white, my dad's black. So, you know, my, even my dad who's black didn't know how to do my hair. So most right. of my pictures in my childhood is just like, I rem- I have vivid memories of just laying up against my mom's stomach as she like brushed my hair just so it all like fit in a little like hair tie and was tied to the top of my head. Like that's how it was for most of my childhood. Um, Once in a while, my sisters kind of helped out with styling it for school pictures. But, you know, I truly did not learn how to do my hair until it's sad, but like right before my wedding in 2017. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I I don't know if I knew that because you're one of the first natural hair brides that I've ever no. Yes. Well, that's, that's why it was because I knew I wanted my hair to be natural. But so um, cut to when I was younger, I was like telling my mom, I would just want my hair. I grew up in like a mainly white neighborhood. So a mm. lot of my friends were white. And I just told her I wanted my hair to lay down like all of my white friends, you know, and she was like, right. well, you're beautiful the way you are. But she was also kind of in this like stance of like, I don't know how to do your hair either. Um, so let me, yeah. So we were doing the just for me boxes, girl, like the relaxers that have all of the chemicals in it. Yeah. I didn't know you used a relaxer. Yeah. So that was like most of my childhood was doing that. But then after a while it was the seventh grade. I'll never forget. I had this traumatic experience of my hair just started breaking off. No, no, no. Yes. Like we were doing it and it was unfortunate. It was just a big traumatic experience of like, oh, I look at now and I'm like, oh, I I did not know how to love myself. You know, I just wanted to be like everybody else. Um, right. So everybody else that. in terms of what we saw in the media. Exactly. Exactly. Just look like the white girls on TV. Right. Just let us let our hair lay down, please. Right. Um, and my poor, because I wasn't really around a lot of black people. And even, you know, like I said, my dad was doing his best, but he didn't really know. And so I didn't have enough teachers around me. Right. I didn't have enough representation around me. Um, right. But it was that moment of it breaking off that we then had to cut my hair. It was Dennis Rodman length girl, um, like super, super short in the seventh grade too. So it was like, I was constantly being mistaken for a boy, um, which is fine, but not like what I wanted personally. Um, So yeah. So then it was just, it was from then on. I remember I was like, I don't want to do any more chemicals to my hair. And that kind of started my natural hair journey. I went through in college, like wanting to straighten it all the time. And then there was lots of heat damage from there then on but it was really in my like adulthood I would say that I was like okay I'm just I'm just gonna learn how to deal with this this curliness and 
product after product, but it wasn't truly until like, I feel like 2017, right before my wedding, when I had, when I got the like, uh, tutorial from Joseph, who I okay. introduced you to. So yeah. Joseph curls on fifth, literally yes. <laughs> like that was a game changer. I mean, yes. I've been to like diva curl, like diva Sean salon before, but uh-huh. it was so like, I was not all in. So it was like, yeah. Oh, I got my hair cut for my curls and now I'm going to straighten my hair again. Exactly. Exactly. No, I remember Felicia. So once I met, I met Joseph through Instagram, I was looking up like curly haired brides, like natural hair, like trying to figure out like, where should I go? Where should I go? And I remember I was like, okay, it's just like white guy. Like, but maybe he's going to teach me how to do my hair. You have a lot of faith. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Because I did have a lot of black brides at that point too. Like as I was growing up and like coming out of my, you know, my hometown and meeting other black women it was Mm. it was also through doing different shows with black women where they were like okay try this try this try this you know material or curl your hair like this or wear it like this that it's all kind of like added up so I'm super thankful for that um but yeah meeting up with Joseph I did have a lot of friends be like good luck girl Um, and he met he met me and he saw my hair and he was like oh you don't you don't know how to do it and I was like yeah so teach me Um, so I really loved like, as he was teaching me how to do my cutting my hair, he was also teaching me some things. So that was really, really Okay. Helpful. Wait, wait. So I'm like, I'm for my own personal, I'm going to need like before I'm going to have to like stalk and see the befores because I've only, <gasps> oh, I've, yeah. I've only known you with a perfect set of curls. And I think, it's Oh, I'm going to send you some pictures. Yeah. I'll send you some pictures to post please, so like before like, and after. Yeah. Because I, I, I just feel like it's not an overnight at least no no and to love it right like to really learn to love your hair yeah and how to style it and how to make it like to where you're not embarrassed (laughs) right so Lisa I remember like when you asked me to do this that's why and every picture I've been seeing of you like my heart is just like pounding with excitement for you because I see you like embracing it and I know what that journey is like I know um And even my, uh, yes, it is. It's just a process. And I think that's what this time and and life is about right now, right? Like just day by day. And like, we can only do our best. But I, once I started loving my hair, it was like, oh, I need to share this with everyone. And I remember when I met you and you had like all different wigs and you were just like, oh my God, no, I hate my natural hair. I hate my natural hair. People didn't know what my hair looked like on tour. Right. And you liked that, right? What? Did you like that? Like, did you enjoy like kind of like, oh, well, no one needs to see that. Or what was your, well, what were your feelings I don't know about if it? Enjoy was the right word. I just knew that like, well, I don't really need to take care of my own hair because I can just go buy a wig, which mm-hmm. also made me, well, I straightened my hair a lot, but when I started wearing more wigs, I kind of stopped mm-hmm. straightening so much. Cause I'm like, I don't need to damage my hair this consistently. I can just put a wig on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy. But it got to, yeah, it's easy. I and mean, also when you're in a wig prep eight times a week, here's where it got, I was like, my brain switched and was just lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what's the point of taking out this wig prep ever? If I'm, if I have yeah. to be in it eight times a week, I'll just, Jesse, I would keep my wig prep in until it's dunk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like bad. Like the hair person on, on tour had to be like, Salisha. It's time. Uh-huh. When's the last time you've washed your hair? Like, I just, I don't know what happened. I just like, 
gave up or yeah I think a lot of people are in that place I think we're taught to not love it right and and people will see my hair and be like well you have it easy because your hair lays right. down and your hair but it, it, it had been a journey of letting it grow out right. and patience that That's like a- okay eventually this is my hair will get heavy enough to lay down or yeah. you just once you learn how to style it and love it you're like oh yeah. I could do it like this and I this could do it like this yeah yeah it's a yeah. patience that's the hardest thing like so I've been on this journey since like officially not straightening no heat like since 2018 mm-hmm. and yes. getting a a chop it feels like will it ever will it ever, will it ever go back I was gonna ask you I know this is you interviewing me but what made you want to change oh gosh Jesse yeah because I, I don't think I know this journey I am I'm not, I think it was just something that was always in the back of my mind. Like, I wish I could stop putting heat on my hair. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I started straightening my hair since the fourth grade. Um, yeah. But there was a couple of times, like, consistently. But there was a couple of times that I went to Miss Chris at the Elon Salon in Fresno, California. And uh-huh. she would wash my hair. And before she straightened it and, like, blow dried it straight, I would look in the mirror and be like, oh, I wish I could just keep it like this oh already, yeah I'm already in the chair and uh-huh. also I didn't know what to do <laughs> right that's what it is we're so afraid to ask you know and then it was I remember yeah. before I even met um Carl Bumpet, I <laughs> was do I did color purple in Milwaukee and I remember it was my first time too being in a cast of mostly black women that it was like I learned how to prep my hair you know, it was, I always oh. thought like I had to get it straight and I had to do this. Like, right. again, I'm, I'm, I'm fully admitting, like I did not have enough people around me to like really teach me. Right. So then it was like, oh, okay, I can enjoy these curls. And oh, when I take it out of prep, it's kind of cute. Like I could embrace this. Right. Um, right. It, like, yeah. If you don't, if the people who are around you also don't know. Exactly. It's like you you want to ask, but if no one knows, like my mom, she's fully black, but she mm-hmm. did not know what to do with my Your hair. hair like yeah. she's like all right well time to go get it straightened like right like because she's taught a certain thing too right so it's yeah kind of like, that's how they grew up exactly so it's kind of like we're breaking the cycle of like okay what yes. are our other options here and like how right. else can we love ourselves and how can it be easy for us right like right instead of making it hard I'm like, if our generation is embracing, or if more and more people at least are embracing their natural hair, their their like their curls, the way they come out of their head, can you yes. imagine what all these little girls and boys are gonna look like running yeah. around the planet? Like this texture. <laughs> exactly. And it's such a like it's such a bigger message too of like embracing all of you and not feeling like you have to like quote unquote like fix it. You know what I yeah. mean? We're going to cut for a short ad break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you mentioned um, your wig prep and how, like, you thought it was supposed to be a certain way. Like, and I... Feel I feel that too because I've watched a lot of white girls put their hair into wig prep and I'm like exactly. oh that's how I but no it's a different it can it can be the same but it's like yeah like, it's just different you for you how do you do your wig prep I it's changed I think even when I was at beautiful and going into waitress it changed and it or was what's just, one of your favorite way like I like just twisting kind of like French braidy, but I don't braid it. I'd like twist my hair on each side. That gets it like the flattest, I think, for the wig to go over it. But I would just do like regular pin curls, I think, at Beautiful. And then I think at Waitress, I, I had like kind of closer to the head wigs. And they were like, hey, you could just right. kind of do a French braid situation. Um, Interesting. Yeah. What is yours? Well, I started off with a white girl wig prep, which mm-hmm. is like the two fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put the hair around each of the two fingers as if it was straight and silky, except I'm doing that to <laughs> an afro. Like, come out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. I'm like, I need like 10 bobby pins. Yes. For, <laughs> for one. I know that uh, life. I know that life. But mine turned into um, a twist out. My, oh. my wig prep for Broadway. Like, it's a twist out, and then I, like, try to make them as flat as pop possible. And then when I'm done, if I want to take it out, it's, like, more already, or less twist out hair. Yeah, it's, like, already in your curl pattern. Yeah, and if I take my time, like, before the show and actually, like, moisturize each section, yes. and do that, then it's, like, oh, I can actually leave this in, like, a real for real <laughs> twist out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a form of like self-care too, isn't it? Like actually taking yes. the time. Like I used to, I remember when I was younger, it was like, okay, we got to straighten. We got to leave this much time to do it. Like da da da. Yep. But it's, it's so like nice to be like, okay, I'm doing this with my hair. And I love, I love taking care of it. I love Sundays are kind of my day of like, okay, we're going to deep condition. Yeah. We're going to wash. We're going to like really take the time to take care of. Yes. Take and care of her. There is this guy called Vernon Francois. Mm-hmm. have you heard of him is that how you say no, his name no I haven't heard of oh, him um Ashley De La Rosa introduced me to like some of his like practices like if you watch him on YouTube and Ooh. he oh oh gosh why did I just bring him up oh oh brain fart why did I bring him up oh yeah he's the one who was like if you watch his videos he's like when you're doing your hair stop rushing you guys stop yes. being like uh, frustrated with your hair and exactly. light a freaking candle put on except he has a french accent and i don't know how to do a french accent put the candle on. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <so bad. laughs> put some music on and like stop rushing and enjoy it mm-hmm. it matters Get, when we take our time for things you know like and it wants it needs changer. that time exactly yes. Get, game changer like when I'm not rushing through my hair the hair the amount of hair on my brush at the end of my doing my hair session is Uh so changed yes yeah yeah I remember again this is like the stuff that's gone through my head when you asked me to do this I was like I remember giving you uh Joseph's name for curls on fifth I was like I had a great experience with him all my friends and he does all different types of curly hair black white hispanic every kind of curly head type 
Um, mm-hmm. And he'll really walk you through like how to do it and how to do it with the products he knows. And he studied at Diva, like with a Diva Sean, like curl salon mm-hmm. and yes. has all of that history. And there's like no judgment, you know, cause that's another thing for me. Like when I grew up, like there were some salons we'd walk into and I remember them being like, we can't handle that hair. You know what I mean? <gasps> And again, it was like, you know, I understand because if it was mostly white salons and they don't have that experience, they don't want to mess it up. And I appreciate them for that. But that was definitely like a traumatic time of like, no one likes my hair and I don't like my hair. Um, But again, it's so it's nice to like go somewhere. And I know there are tons of like black salons too throughout New York City that handle our hair and know how to. Um, and feel confident and can also teach you as they're doing it to be like, okay, so this is what you want to use. This is how you want to do it. Um, But I remember giving you his name. And I remember when you came back, Felicia, and it was before show and you were not happy. And my heart just broke because I was like, oh no, like you were just like, it's not him. It's just, I don't think I like my hair like this. Oh my gosh, I remember this. Yes. So I was like, no, Felicia, you have to like, but it's what you said. It's a journey. And you were like, it's not him. It's just, I don't know if I like my hair like this. Like it's just a transition. He he defined each curl, which is why I was like, it's not him. Like my curls actually look great. Yeah. What my curls can look like. That's amazing. But it was just, it was shorter and Uh it wasn't straight and sleek. It It wasn't what we were used to seeing. I know exactly. I'm going to show you like pictures from when I first went to, because I was like, this is beautiful, but like, who am I? Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then it's like going out. I was like, just be patient, Felicia. You're going to love it. Like it's totally worth it. But I remember your face. You were like, I don't know, That's girl. Not, I don't. I was very on the fence, especially like, and I live in New York. My family's in California, but like mm-hmm. when I go home to California, everybody kind of thinks the same way. So mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. if I'm trying this new look, I go home and they're like, please let this be a face. Like, <laughs> they're like, are you really, are you that like California, like doing pageants, all that uh-huh, stuff is like, right. Your hair Different is crazy. Are you good? are you gonna Mm -hmm. whereas in New York it's like let it out Uh yes yeah Uh doesn't matter what color it is it can be bright pink bright green however (laughs) it grows out of your head you want dreads you want to do whatever you want to do with your hair here it is just like girl go like or boy go or like them go like exactly it's, it's just so much freer we'll be right back right after the break Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about something. Okay. Um, and I, I'm like, I'm interested in asking you, but I'm also not sure if it's like a good thing or a bad thing, if you okay. would think that. Okay. Um, and absolutely the way I'm referring it about you is a compliment, but I am okay. curious to know what you will think. So I have been thinking about this idea of corporate curls. Mm-hmm. And so by that, I mean like 
All right, so when I do a twist out or even a wash and go, which I rarely do these days, but mm-hmm. day one hair, my curls are more defined, they're sleeker, it's smaller to my head. Mm-hmm. To me, I would define that as like more corporate. Oh. Versus day three hair, my hair is big. It's Ready got a lot of, yes, it is frizzy. <laughs> it's like weekend hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I feel like when I look at you, every time I look at you, you're in the room or on photos, I feel like you've got a great head of corporate hair, like uh-huh. corporate curls that, that translate um, to like if you had to um, go do like, an interview on TV, like you could wear your hair. If you needed to go get married, you could wear your hair like that. If you if you wanted to hang out with the girls, you could wear your hair like that. Uh-huh. Like, what do you think about that idea? And like, wh- I know what you're how- saying. Like, um, go ahead. I'll let you answer the question. But I think I know what you're saying. No, no. I'm like, I'm not even sure exactly what I'm getting at. But like, in society, what we think about how mm-hmm. what's presentable what's not what's okay to wear like to wear this and things are changing in the actual corporate world which is yes. great but yes like before everything was a part of the conversation it was like conversation it's like well I probably can't wear my hair like right this to like work. we had to think about all of those things I think and we have it easy in ways right like if we're going if work is our Broadway show then we could kind of do whatever we want well, until we get our wig on. Do whatever we want. But yeah, if I'm going to temp or if I'm going to whatever. Or even my side hustle. for what we do though. Exactly. Jessie. You're right. You're right. I think it's changing. I think, you know, the right out of the shower look, like when my curls are just like the most defined and everything, but like the minute it gets dry or if my leave-in conditioner didn't touch a certain part of my bangs, right? right. And it looks like mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> um, I think I think we're like heading into a place where our hair can do what it does. And I think I'm more, especially in this awakening that I'm in right now, like um, just embracing more of my black self and myself as yeah. a black woman. I'm kind of less, I even put like less product in my hair. I don't I just wanted to do what it does naturally. I'll still like, I never used to wear a bonnet to bed, like before, like learning that like, oh, my curls <laughs> need to moisturize. Like, oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Language. If you want to believe that. No, yeah. um, but I was like, okay. Like, you know, so I'll still wear like my bonnet and everything, but I do try to like minimize the amount of stuff I put in my hair and, and just let it go. So even for auditions lately, if it's like over zoom, mm. it's just like, this is where my hair is today you know, nice. um, yeah. And just embracing myself as a whole human, I think too, um, helps, helps with yeah. all helps all the way around. And I think, I hope that's the direction we're going in. Um, right. In so society. like this for me, this is like a process for me. And I, mm-hmm. obviously I'm like, I'm getting better because I'm not straightening. I have not straightened my hair since 2018. Good and for you, also, girl. I, Thank you. I'm also wearing less wigs. So my solution to this in the past has Mm -hmm. been, well, I don't have corporate curls. I've got weekend hair every day of the week. So when I need a corporate look, I go put a wig on. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so it's like, what can, what can the corporate look be? Can it still be your natural hair out, but like put it up, but still have the bangs out. So it's still like you, Felicia, you know what I mean? But it's like, you could still like, you know, fight crime or be the lawyer or whatever with your hair like up, but still in its natural state. It doesn't have to be straight. Like I used to have that thought 
process too of like, okay, when I'm, if I have to be, yeah, at this press event, like, let me make sure I get a blowout when like uh-huh. my hair, my hair most of the time doesn't want to do that. I can't tell you the last time I straightened my hair, but I would usually do something like a dry bar or go somewhere yep. eventually. Yep. Cause I was like, okay. Even if it yeah. took like twice as long as like everybody else in the, in the salon. And sometimes you get charged a little bit more because. Uh-huh. Cause it took cool. that long. Exactly. Yeah. But the yeah. minute, if it was a rainy day, oh my God, or humid, oh. like. You're done. Minute, yeah. You're done. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that was a waste of my money because my hair doesn't want to be in that state. It wants to be in its natural state. So right. I think I've totally given into this is what my hair wants to do. And of course, make it quote unquote, like presentable as possible. But I'm, I'm trying to be in more control of what presentable means. Instead of yeah, yeah, instead of the old school way of like, Oh, let me make sure it's laying down. Let me make sure Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And it does help when people who are in the spotlight, people in the media are wearing their hair any kind of way, like then it makes it like it's giving me permission. Like exactly. a few years ago, I watched Miss America and two of the girls um, in the top five, top 10 had mm-hmm. their hair natural. Oh, I love and it. Jesse, like it was That's like a game changer, right? Because it's it not was usually a game that changer, way. But it took me a second because my first reaction as a black woman watching other black women on this Miss America stage I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, like you have to, you didn't do your hair. Like my first reaction was that, mm. that they didn't, they didn't do their hair and mm-hmm. it didn't take me very long to, to switch what I thought. Cause I said to myself, like, no, actually Salisha, because they're wearing their hair like that on this big stage, yeah, it's giving That's you major. permission. Right. Exactly. It's the representation we've missed, right? Like we didn't see that growing up. It's exactly how we started this conversation. Like we saw everyone's hair laying down, everything looking like slick, seamless, perfect, you know, not a curl or frizz, quote unquote, like in sight where now it's like, oh, when you just wear in your natural state, let me put a headband around this. Let me do a head wrap, but have this peeking out. We have more allowance for it. If you are if it takes me five seconds, it my hair is not done. That's mm-hmm. how it felt like. It has to take me an at least an hour and a half for me to be presentable or else I didn't really do it. Mm-hmm. And, but so now it's kind of like if I slick up me like a high puff on my head, exactly. like, put some hoops on, That's honey, it. you can tell me nothing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see it, Lisa, really, because it's like – I as your friend and like like I said like watching from like the day one like first haircut and like I don't know because I know that process too and how hard it is to be to really be like loving every piece of it you know like and seeing that now I'm like get it girl it's so cool (laughs) and it and it reminds me of like oh yeah like this is a piece of all of us yes like it is so weird when I like I love it but also it's still very like is this a thing like when people are so encouraging when Mm. I have my hair out I'm like oh my goodness I'm like and I'm trying to figure out are they encouraging me because they knew I used to hate my hair like this or Mm -hmm. are they encouraging me because it actually looks cool like what (laughs) like what is actually happening I'm not sure it looks cool I think it's all of it and especially like I was saying like I feel like there's so many of us black women right now just being like oh look at us all shining and being just us you know like we don't feel like we have to be anything but us 
Yeah, I awesome. see it on other women and mm-hmm. it's easier for me to look at other women and be like, yes. You're so right. Yes. And then when it's us, we're like, yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, mm, you could have moisturized a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, You're killing it. You really are. That is how I have felt about that but I've also seen you lately Mm -hmm. um pivoting just a little bit like being a voice like social joy a a justice like my little activist over here like it's like I don't know where I've been but I haven't been where I am now you know yeah that's I'm sorry can we just sit with that for a second yeah I don't know where I've been but I haven't haven't been been where I I am now yeah, it's it's too crazy of a time to not be speaking in our truth, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's where I am. And I, and I have been, because of how I grew up, I like I said, I've grown up in a multiracial, like I have white siblings and black siblings, and we all grew up in one house. And, mm. um, you know, they helped raise me. And it's a beautiful thing. But I think because of that, I kind of grew up with these rose-colored glasses of like, we all love each other, right? Right. Because you're <laughs> seeing a side of the story where you I, you do. Exactly. Exactly. And so truly, it wasn't until I met my husband and he kind of, you know, he wasn't my husband at the time, but we were having these conversations about being Black in America. Mm. And I did have this idea that like, no, like, that's not a thing. You know, and it's because I wasn't having conversations when I was right. younger. There's a lot that's like being uncovered right now of like, oh, I I haven't been told the truth. And, and I had this idea of what the world was, and that's not it. So now I'm full force, yeah. like, grieving that, but also like, empowered by who I am and empowered by black people and my ancestors and just and and being okay with going I think when you're biracial too there's a little bit of an identity crisis you're a little bit like I'm black but and it's it's because people have told me that growing up um but so I'm just fully embracing all of me um there's I know that there's privilege that comes with being light-skinned too so I'm just learning. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm learning and I'm open and I'm listening, but I'm also letting the white people in my life know like, oh, hey, that does bother me. And I haven't been talking about that. So, so yeah, right. girl, it's been a, it's been a time. It's, it's exhausting, but exciting and all of the things, you know? What a journey. Like, honestly, um, for those of you listening, so Gil, what's his full name? Gilbert? Gilbert Bailey. The second. Gilbert? Bailey is a very <laughs> talented black man who was recently in Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually done a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah, um, he's a talented one. He's very talented and he can dance. Oh my <laughs> gosh. He can. Um, he can. And you know, okay, so I don't know if this will make the podcast. I might um, <laughs> edit this out if this does not cam- come out right. But, That's um, fine. I have always um, like been attracted to white men my whole, I just, I mean, I've dated all, everything, Mm -hmm. um, white, black, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've always, always liked white men. And it's, Jesse, it's like the weirdest thing after all of this stuff that has been happening lately, Mm -hmm. I've actually questioned for my first time, like, wait, (laughs) um, (laughs) and I I literally don't even know what I see a 
picture in my head of what I'm trying to say. Like, but I'm not are even... you questioning your choices? Like, oh, is that something that like society put on me? Like that I have to like. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, should I not or what? Right. Right. Or like, oh, broaden your horizons or kind of like dig deep and like, oh, why? Yes. Why is that? Because that was, yeah. I, I could say before Gil, I only dated white men because that's what I was around. Um, and I, yeah. And I had this idea in my head of like, oh, um, because I was picked on a lot, the black men, you know, when you're kids in seventh, eighth grade, like I, the one black guy that I liked, he ended up liking me for a week, you know, you go through that and then they don't like you and then they're picking on you. And so I had in my head, oh, black guys don't like me. Um, Mm. that even when Gil and I met and Gil was very forward in how he felt about me, I was like, no, 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 he's lying. He's making fun of me. Like a lot of this like childhood trauma came up, but I don't think Mm. it's the idea of like, oh, that's not black men. That was just that experience with that black kid. You know, that's yes. Yes. And that's kind of what I've come to. I'm like, Salisha, you don't have to solve your whole love yeah. life right now <laughs> just take it as it comes and pick yeah. each person case by case it doesn't matter what color race whatever they are just exactly like, exactly one is its own case. so who knows I might end up with a white guy I might end up with a purple guy I might yeah. end up with like, a green guy who knows like, <laughs> <laughs> um I there was one time though Jesse you mentioned light skin mm-hmm. I dated one light-skinned guy in my whole life and I've always had this thing like mm, light-skinned guys think they're better than everybody else they don't want to talk to me yada 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 well I met this one light-skinned guy the first and the last one I've ever dated uh-huh. and I was like mm, he is cute mm, he is into me we would hang out all the time and, uh-huh. and then we were like sl- like drinking slushies one day at two in the morning in my car this is high school and my, I don't know if my mom knew I was out, but I was <laughs> sorry, like, mom. So, hey, right? Sorry, mom. I was like, what are you doing on Saturday? He's like, oh, I can't hang out Saturday. I'm going to a family reunion. I was like, oh, me too. But only at this time. He was like, me too. At the same time. Where's yours at? <gasps> oh my God. No. So Lisa, you have the craziest stories. Is this, <laughs> were you related to him? He was my freaking cousin. <laughs> Alicia! I know, I'm so embarrassed. You really do need to write a book. Like, your stories are unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I liked him so much. So I, now you're I, traumatized. I, you're like, traumatized. every light-skinned <laughs> guy, my cousin? <laughs> right, right. I'm like, I have so much family. My parents are always like, who are their people? Because they might, we might be related. Like, I have Jesse, I have so much family. Like, yeah. It, yes. I promise you it's not every light-skinned guy. I promise. Do you promise? Yeah. Because no if way. they got the last name Thomas or Jones or Stewart spelled <laughs> two different ways. Or, like, <laughs> even, you know, Josh Dawson? Yes. Okay, I love so him. Even, I know. Me too. I call him my cousin because both of our grandmas live on the same street in Arkansas. hmm In the middle of nowhere, Arkansas. Oh. like. Oh, I bet we cousins. <laughs> yeah, like, let me just call that now. Literally, like, I'm like, we're just going to assume. Later. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to assume that we are cousins. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, yeah, so oh. that's pretty awkward. What's even more awkward was I told the guy, I was like, 
I mean, I won't tell if you don't. <laughs> but here we are telling the story. Also, sorry if you hear like, my dog barking in the background. I got a new puppy. How is your new dog? She's so good. She just woke up from a nap now. So she's probably just like, hello, is anybody home? But, right. But right. she's great. It's been nice oh. to like love on something during this time too, you know? I've been thinking about getting one myself. So I'm like, I see your pictures. I'm like, oh. I know, girl. It's work. No lie. It is. It is a job, but but it's totally okay. worth it. And we puppy, have the time puppy. right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I want to ask you a couple things before we close out. Um, what? Um, actually, I, it's not actually maybe just like one thing. <laughs> what is keeping you going during this pandemic? Because I know like we are all like facing different challenges, whatever. Like what are three things that like keep your fuel burning, keep mm-hmm. you like not giving up, like that you're like, you know what? I'm going to show up. I'm going to do this podcast. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a puppy. Like yeah. what is keeping you going? I think it's a balance of a bunch of things. It's, I am really pushed by all the things that are happening in the world, even the crazy stuff. Um, just like informing myself, I think it is empowering for me. It feels like I have some kind of control taking in information and deciding like, okay, I'm going to put out there today about voting. I'm going to let people know I care about this, you know, and kind of spreading Mm -hmm. that knowledge Um, that feels empowering. Um, It's also resting when I need to rest. It's kind of right now, you know, it's the crappy thing. We have all the time in the world, but we have all the time in the world. So we have a little bit more control over it than when we, than we even, when we were doing HO's week, I'm, I'm excited for whenever that time comes again, but I think there's a reason for this rest right now. Like it shows like, oh, we have control over how our day goes. So let me make sure I work out today or let me make sure that I rest today. I could sit here and read and have coffee today and watch my favorite TV shows. And we should be able to do those things even when things are quote unquote back to normal, right? Like we should, we should be able to have more control over our days and not let our days control us. So I think that's what is empowering me right now is that I can, I can control my days and have the days in bed that I need the days in bed in a way but also yeah. have the like quote unquote like productive days, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. that's, so yeah, I think that's the balance beautiful. of, yeah. Getting to rest. Um, those are the things that are keeping me going, like staying informed, being able to rest when I can. And um, this, this puppy has been something I've wanted for a long time. So it feels nice to like, I have let my career kind of decide what I can and can't do. So it's been nice to kind of make a choice just for me and to go, oh, I'm just doing this because I want to, you know. Whoa. Yeah. I like that idea. Like, oh, wait, Salisha, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) is there something that you want to do? Like, this is the time. Like, Yeah. We kind of, and then applying that, you know, it's like I, with everything that's been resurging with the Black Lives Matter movement, like. I want to make sure who I'm working for and the stories I'm telling are in line with how I feel and, um, you know, my beliefs, my morals. Like I want to make sure who I'm working for cares about, uh, people who look like us, you know, it matters. So I think I'm, I'm excited for whatever, whatever happens after all of this. I hope, I hope it's changed because I'm, I'm ready for that. I think we all are. Yeah. 
for sure. I mean, I am. <laughs> I can't yes. speak for everybody, but <laughs> I am. <laughs> we all we are. In me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you and me. Um, and also, what have you been up to anything creatively, like getting, or like uh, big scale or small scale? Like, mm-hmm. what if, like, um, to scratch that itch of like, since we are not on stage, is there anything that you're doing in your free time that you're excited about that you're like, I love doing this? this yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of similar to the, to my last answer. Like in the beginning I was, I was like taking all the zoom classes and doing all the acting classes and like getting ready, you know, like whenever it comes back, I want to be the one that's ready. And now I'm in this phase of like, Oh, I'm going to be a puppy mom and dive into really training this dog. And I'm going to read this book on our history, you know, exactly. Yeah. And like, I'm relearning myself. Like I told you, like as a black woman, like, Oh, I haven't heard of black wall street. Like, because I wasn't taught that in school. Like, let me learn everything about what happened in this time and in our history. And I think those things diving into myself as a human uh, is only going to make me a better actor, a better performer, because I'll know more of myself. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. We can teach the people coming up after us. Because yes. I did not really know what Juneteenth was exactly. until this year when everybody got Juneteenth off. I'm like, <laughs> they didn't teach me that in school. And I'm I black. Know. Right. So it's like, okay, let me like educate myself so then I can continue that education. You right. Know. Right. Yeah. Oh man, our kids are going to grow up and be like these beautiful natural hair divas. They're going to be like knowing their culture, their heritage. I know. We are like not going to let that pass by now, right? You know, it's like. We are not playing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love you so much. Thank you. I love you. you. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jesse. Oh my gosh, you guys, everybody, Jesse Hooker Bailey. Okay. <laughs> I need applause right here. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. We're gonna sign off now. All and right. So thank you for joining me. I love you, Jesse. Love you, Felicia. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye. Thanks Bye. for coming on. <laughs> Y'all, I just love Jessie Hooker Bailey. Y'all, please give her a follow. Check her out on Instagram at Jessie Hooker Bailey. Special shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Thank you to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. The full version is available on iTunes, sung by yours truly. Um, Thank you to Derek Gunther for editing this episode, to Nick Gardner for helping me spread the word. Um, Please subscribe rate this podcast i recommend five stars thank you so much oh and share with a friend um thank you for listening to black hair in the big leagues i'm your host salisha thomas Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.